0: The most wonderful time of the year. Two thumbs up for Zach Blackerby. I'm Brad Law. This is a brand new edition of Village Vice. Uh, Zach, it's schedule reaction time. The 2024 schedule released Wednesday night. Um, right. A few a few oddities in the schedule. A little different from what we projected or talked about earlier in the week. But um, all in all, a chance for a, a good start. Give me your initial impressions of this schedule as, as you saw it released.
1: I think you and I, when we did this on Sunday, was it? We talked about worst-case scenario, and it happened. It happened. We said, you know, just keep the two road games separate and keep them away from Georgia, and that's not what happened. Yeah. And so Auburn's going to Georgia, to Missouri, to Kentucky all in a row. I think that was the worst-case scenario for Auburn. I said that's the one thing that we needed to avoid, and that's it's exactly what happened.
0: Yeah, uh, it was, and it's very odd not to have a home game in the month of October. And I, Auburn had one, well, did Auburn have a home game in October this month? One, I think Mississippi State was the only one they had in in the twenty twenty three season. So I don't know what the league has against home game uh, Jordan Hare Stadium in the month of October, but uh, but That's it's ridiculous. not there. And so we'll we'll talk a little about that, and we'll kind of compare this schedule. Uh, with some of the other teams in the league because, again, it is an oddity to start. Let's let's start at the beginning. Five home games, two bye weeks in the schedule, five home games to start it off, including August 31st against Alabama A&M. I, if this game is in November or October, people aren't fired up about it, but, Zach, you could roll out a, a Class 4A high school team for kickoff on the Plains, and with this group coming in, people are going to be excited to see the Auburn team, not the opponent.
1: Yeah, and and all these new faces, right? Obviously, you know this coaching staff's not done constructing the roster from a transfer portal standpoint, and even if Auburn gets no new recruits, which I don't think will happen, but this commitment class, this freshman class, a lot of these guys are going to be making their debut against Alabama A&M, and that's going to be, a ton of fun. It's going to be a ton of fun. Where were you when, uh, when you know, so and so made their Auburn debut? When Cam Coleman made his Auburn debut, Perry Thompson, whoever it may be, um, that's going to happen against Alabama A and M. So, yeah, it's not about Alabama A and M. It's about Auburn. But yeah, I, I think that's great. All right, moving on from there, you have the
0: return game against Cal, and I thought this was interesting. Somebody told me yesterday that that Cal game, and really. Every game on the home schedule, with the exception of of maybe Oklahoma, is not going to be about whether Auburn wins or loses, but how handily Auburn wins. And I think that's what people are going to want to see as they see the the constructed roster. They want to say, all right, let's show how much better this team is than last year by how they take care of Cal at home week two.
1: Yeah, I think this is going to be an awesome litmus test of okay, this is where Auburn was early in the season going on the road. And this is now 12 months later. I think Peyton Thorne's going to look totally different. I think this Auburn offensive line is going to look totally different. And I think Auburn's just going to be able to outclass Cal in every phase of the game. Allows you to go 2 0, allows you to feel good about yourself. Um, going into New Mexico and then into Arkansas. So, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I think it's going to be nice to compare Auburn going to Cal versus Auburn hosting Cal about 12 months apart. I think it's going to be a nice little um, almost symbolic, Brad. Week
0: three, it's not a former Bronco. It is Bronco Mendenhall and uh, his new New Mexico team. His new New Mexico team. There you go. In in week three of the season. Uh it, it's the final tune up before conference play yeah. and people nationally are gonna have fun with the lazy, like they're gonna make jokes about New Mexico State and New Mexico, and you just kind of prepare for that for the entire week before the Lobos.
1: Well, um they should. They should make those jokes. So okay. you when know, w- games you're supposed to win and that then those yeah. jokes go away. But yeah, that, that game is what it is. Then obviously conference play starts the following week. Yes, it does. Conference play starts with Arkansas. So Arkansas
0: and Oklahoma back-to-back at home to open conference play. I don't mind starting conference play with Arkansas. We'll, I think we'll we predicted sp- that on Sunday's show. We may have. I yeah. think we did. Yeah, there you go. I, I I don't think that's a bad way to usher in conference play. I might have preferred Oklahoma coming off of New Mexico. Start with the, like a big one, like entertain your new conference opponent in yeah. your – conference game but as this team will still have a lot of new pieces and be coming together I, maybe it's better to start with an arkansas
1: before a couple of really big ones back to back i think arkansas has got the potential to be really bad i think arkansas has got the potential to be the second worst team in the sec next year losing kj jefferson and rocket sanders you can't replace that via the portal unless you spend a ton of money which arkansas doesn't seem interested in doing and i i just I don't think Arkansas is going to be very good, and I think Auburn's going to be able to take care of business and be in a nice, crisp 4-0 and before Oklahoma heads to Jordan-Hare Stadium. That's right. That week, all right, so Auburn-Oklahoma
0: is the same week as Alabama-Georgia in Tuscaloosa. That's already been announced as a primetime game yeah. on ABC. So the question becomes, it's Oklahoma's first road game in the SEC. The question becomes, Does do Auburn and Oklahoma get primetime treatment on ESPN, or do they protect Alabama-Georgia on ABC the way CBS protected LSU-Alabama for a number of years and everything else was earlier in the day? Do we have to watch Auburn-Oklahoma at 11 a.m. Central Time because it's the perfect game to follow game day
1: to usher in Oklahoma to road games in the league? It, it might be. It might be, and this seems like an SEC Nation-type game. It doesn't get the game day treatment, but it gets the SEC Nation-type thing, and which Auburn's hosted that show a million times. It kind of feels like that to me, and so they may want to play that and then roll right into this matchup, Brad, and I think that's okay. I think that's okay, because, look, Auburn's going to be 4-0, and Auburn gets a chance to flex their SEC muscles against the newly- uh new new SEC blood of, of Oklahoma, this is gonna mean something. You can play this game at midnight. You can play this game at four in the morning. Jordan Hare is going to be electric with a four and O Auburn team hosting Oklahoma. Oh, and if you win this game, they're gonna have you in the top twenty five when you go to Athens the next week.
0: Yeah. I think you start four and O. they're gonna be in the top twenty five anyway.
1: Maybe, I, I mean, it's just yeah. going to be such a weak level of competition. i I, I don't I, I think yeah. you'd have to win this one to 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 get a number by your name. I predict though, all right, in in the same way at least in terms of
0: of hype. Remember when Texas A and m got that number one recruiting class, and everybody in the world thought, "Well, here it comes. Here's the big tidal wave in college station, and sure, And they started the year ranked top five. Um, I think you're going to see Auburn finish so well in recruiting. And there's going to be so much positive momentum and media days will be very high on Auburn. And I I think Auburn's going to be one of the darlings in the offseason. We're not used to that. I think they're going to be one of the darlings in the offseason. I don't think it'll take much to get this team ranked.
1: I'm going to disagree with you, Brad, because outside of Auburn, there is zero faith in Peyton Thorne. I think there were so many national outlets that painted that Texas A&M team of like, okay, Kellen Mond, this is the year they did that for like, it seems like seven years in a row. And for some reason he got drastically different treatment than what Peyton Thorne did. I was talking to some sec folks last night after the schedule reveal dropped and everybody's like, are y'all really not getting another quarterback? It's like, I think mm. Auburn's fine with Peyton Thorne. And it, it doesn't seem like they've been too aggressive for another quarterback. And so until that narrative goes away, Brad, I don't think Auburn is going to be loved this off season. Mm.
0: Okay. All right. Well, something to watch and talk about in the offseason. Totally, season for, 100%. For sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I do think you're right. If you do start 5-0, and including wins over Arkansas and Oklahoma in conference play, you're absolutely ranked going into Georgia. That's yeah. a tough game on the road, and and I think your confidence level in that game, as we talk in December, obviously with so much time and so many variables at hand, uh, depends on how you look in those first Five games, uh, what kind of confidence you take to Athens.
1: Yeah. It, look, I think confidence is huge, especially when you can make money, right? I mean, everybody knows. If you're watching this show, you know your stuff. You know your sports. You should be confident and use that confidence to make a little extra cash this holiday season. Mybookie.ag is the place to go for all of your sports betting needs. They've got NBA right now, they've got uh MLB Futures have already recently popped up. Ronald Acuna Jr. is, is better odds to win the MVP over Shohei Otani. I just think it's really important that we say that. Uh, but obviously, Auburn versus Maryland in the Music City Bowl, two and a half point favorites. I'm taking Auburn um, to, to, to cover that one in a heartbeat. Head over to mybookie.ag right now. When you make that first deposit, use promo code Next Round. You'll get some extra money to bet with. You'll already be coming out on top. Once again, mybookie.ag. Use promo code next round
0: second half of the schedule zach uh you're on the road a lot back to back after a bye week so you play six games in six weeks right and then the first bye week and then back-to-back trips uh to columbia missouri and lexington kentucky uh, before uh before a home game against vanderbilt so we'll just look at that three-game stretch uh missouri is interesting missouri doesn't play away from columbia until week six of the season, just like Auburn. They have four games, and then their first bye, um, and then they go on the road, but but then they get that game in the middle, and I think
1: they've already announced that that game is their homecoming. Got it. So Got it. Yeah, so when you look at them hosting Auburn, Kentucky the week before goes to Florida, mm-hmm. and I could, I mean, that's going to be a big one for them. They've gotten really good at beating Florida over the last few years, and Billy Napier... I mean, that may be the game that gets Billy Napier fired. If we're just going to be honest. But uh, before that, they host Vandy. They go to Ole Miss on September 28th, and they'll play Georgia the week before that. So this won't be some red-hot, undefeated Kentucky team. Yeah. When Auburn goes to Lexington, we, we kind of joked about that on Sunday. I was saying, I want to see Kentucky as late as possible in the season because slowly they slowly lose belief in themselves. The way their schedule lines up next year, they're not going to have that story. They're going to have to peak late if they want to win more games than people are expecting them to. So I I hate that Auburn is going to Lexington after they have to go to Columbia to play Mizzou, but I do like the fact that Kentucky's not going to be undefeated. There's not going to be some hero story that they're able to tell each other in the locker room. I think that's worth noting.
0: Yeah, uh, I do too. Um, Missouri is intriguing too. We, We talked a little on Sunday. How much do they lose? How different do they look? next year their schedule is not i mean they they have um murray state buffalo boston college vanderbilt and then a bye then texas a&m and umass
1: they go to umass don't they yeah they're in
0: amherst for that game so which is
1: weird so i mean they're they're looking at going to a&m to umass and hosting auburn like that's going to be a team that's excited to get back home but. Mm going to UMass like that's got to throw you off a little bit as far as travel. We'll yeah. see. Um th- this is this is one of the tougher games. If Auburn has a successful season, if they overachieve in 2024, it's because they win this game. They yeah. go to Missouri and win. This is right now you could argue this is this is a top 3 most important game on Auburn's schedule next year.
0: Yeah, I, I think you can absolutely make that argument for sure. All right, then you go Kentucky as we said, then home against Vanderbilt and then another bye and then uh, the final 3 weeks of the season. ULM at home, Texas A&M at home, and then Alabama in Tuscaloosa. So, the week before the Iron Bowl, Alabama is at
1: Oklahoma and Auburn is at home against Texas A&M. Yeah, of course the, the Iron Bowl. And I think the jury's going to be out on all of those teams, right? With Oklahoma How do they stand the brutal force of a full SEC slate? it will be their first time going through that. It's not that the Big 12 doesn't have good teams. It's that every week the SEC can get you. And so just what does that focus look like culturally towards the end of their first season in the conference? It's worth following. Texas A&M, who knows what they're going to look like? Is this a team that traditionally they get worse as the season goes on? Uh, can Mike Elko change that in his first year in Aggieland, Brad? I, I think there, it's impossible to predict how this team's going to go because you could say, well, Mike Elko is going to take him a, almost a full season to like instill his culture or mm-hmm. whatever, and maybe those guys start to believe in themselves a little bit. So you could kind of make the case either way for Texas a and I, I, I don't know if I like or dislike the timing of that on Auburn's schedule right now.
0: I, I think it's interesting. A and M has the same layout in terms of when their open dates fall that Auburn has. So they play six straight in six weeks, and then a bye, then three, then another open date, and then they finish against New Mexico State, then Auburn, and then Texas. So if if they're beat up by the time they get to the second half of their schedule, there are some breaks that that are built in there and some assumed you know, some assumed wins and uh, I'll say breaks. I mean, everybody knows what I mean there when, when I say that sure. in, in the schedule. So yeah, right. Right. All right. And there, uh, and there uh, it is.
1: Yeah. All right. So um, in just a second, I think we should kind of give maybe the games you're, we're most excited about. We can go back and forth on that in just a moment. If you, if, if you want to go that direction.
0: Yeah, I do want to go that direction. Uh, but first, I want to talk about our friends at manscaped.com. I got a text yesterday from a friend, from a longtime listener or, or viewer of the show. A villager, if you will. A villager, yeah, absolutely. And, and they actually said, this villager just used promo code Vice to save 20% and get free shipping Ooh. at manscaped.com. It's just that easy. And this stuff really works. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about the South Pole stuff here in, in just a minute and the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra, which helps reduce the risk of cuts and nicks. And listen, if you take your grooming seriously and you have some experience with grooming, uh, just the word nick or cut. I mean, just that idea, yeah. Doesn't it though? It, it hits you right in a real bad place. You just go, oh man. Um, well, the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra helps reduce the risk of cuts and nicks. They make it a pleasant experience and you can get 20% off all the products right now at manscaped.com, plus get free shipping. I, again, I go back to though the, the handyman, the compact face shaver. I, this thing has totally changed the way like my morning routine works instead of the lather and the razor and the rinse and the aftershave. I'm taking this handyman. I'm giving it a little run through, you know, three sure. times a week and it's, it's revolutionized. my great. It's wonderful. So you can get that or the lawnmower 5.0 ultra or the holiday bundle, everything right now, 20% off plus free shipping using promo
1: code vice at manscaped.com. Brad, which game on the schedule are you most excited for when you look at Auburn's 2024 slate?
0: Yeah. Um I'm I'm genuinely for all the reasons we talked about before. I'm sort of already in kickoff on the plains mode. I'm not going to say Alabama and AM is the matchup I'm looking forward to, but give me the first taste of all of these new guys on the field together. I think it's okay. easy to I think it's easy to say Oklahoma Um, that's what I'm going to say is Oklahoma. I I will say, I will say Missouri, um, coming off a bye week. Where, where's your record? Are you five and one? Are you four and two? Have you pulled a massive upset? Now you're six and oh, you, you gotta, you've got a week off your first chance to stop and catch your breath. And now you got to go on your first multi-state border road trip of the year. And um, that's a big test for this team. If you've lost, you got to bounce back. If you have won, and then you had the bye week, you got to keep that momentum rolling. So, I, I think aside from the traditional rivalry games, which are always tops on the list, yeah, I, I think Missouri is up there for me.
1: Yeah, yeah, I hate that. Arguably, the three biggest games on your schedule are on the road at Georgia, at Missouri, at Alabama, in that order. Um. That's that stinks. That stinks. But if Missouri has the kind of season that they've had and you take care of business everywhere else, maybe you drop one, you know, maybe you drop Oklahoma at home. Maybe you drop Kentucky on the road. Maybe you drop one of those other, like after that big three Mm -hmm. and you go eight and four, are you should, should the Auburn fan base be happy with eight and four given the future with all these guys that are going to be very talented, true freshmen are all true sophomores or redshirt freshmen going into the following season. Do we feel good? Like, do we feel like this, this program is going in the right direction if that's what happens?
0: Yeah, I I think it's a good question. And I think the easy response is, is, well, it depends on how they look and who do you lose? Oh, there's
1: a bunch of variables that matter. No question.
0: Yeah. But if, uh, if you're looking at eight and four, that is progress. It's progress from six and six. Nine and three is more progress from six and six. And I look at your home schedule, and I really like the way it lays out. You you don't have these brutal home games back-to-back weeks, like you have a couple of really tough road tests back-to-back weeks. Um, I, I think there's an opportunity to gain momentum at home throughout the year.
1: I'm with you. I'm with you. I think nine and three is totally on the table for this team. I think 10 and two is on the table for this team. If, if they improve in the areas where they need to improve and like, you feel good about the construction of this offensive line. We feel, I think you and I feel better than most about Auburn's quarterback play. I think the receivers are going to be a question. Like, can these, can these true freshmen, can these guys that are not 18 years old yet come in and do enough on you know, to, to help your offense in the receiving game. They've got the talent too, but they've got to do it. And until they do it, I'm going to say, eh, we'll see. Yeah. Running back, everybody's coming back. That's somehow like one of the most amazing things that this coaching staff has done. And we're not really talking about that that much. And I just kind of trust that the defense is going to fill. they got to get a bunch of defensive linemen, And I think that'll happen. Yeah. Like the, the roster I think is good enough with this schedule to go nine and three. Next year. I don't think that, that it's that crazy of an ask. And look, let's just dream for a second. Those three losses are against Georgia, Alabama, and Missouri all in the row. And let's say Missouri had the same type of season they just had, and they're a top 10 team. You're close. Mm-hmm. You're really close to that top 12 at nine and three with three road losses against top 10 teams. You're really close. And and let me see Missouri without
0: Cody Schrader. Let me let me see them without that maybe the most underrated running back in you know certainly in the SEC this year i mean he was, he sure. was extraordinary so let me see what they do without him no you can see a plan and like we talked about earlier in the week you have a great deal of confidence with this staff and their plan for for the roster and that you know that, that's a reason not to be on edge you don't have to move uh, heaven and earth in order yeah. to to make a reasonable argument for being optimistic right
1: uh, we'll talk about this all offseason yeah. for sure, as well as uh, bowl prep that's starting this weekend for this team and transfer portal visits. We'll probably talk about that more on tomorrow's show. But for today's show, that about does it, Brad. It does. I, I
0: want to mention basketball, because we'll talk more about this uh, tomorrow yeah, sure. before USC. But to to beat a team by 25 and have two guys score double figures— it's one of the most balanced efforts, and I look, you're not going to see UNC Asheville in the Final Four. Right. I understand that. I hate having to put a caveat on everything, but to watch this team operate and to see how balanced and how clean and how explosive they can be, I'm telling you, every time this team plays, it seems, there are flashes of these championship teams that that BP has had since he's been at Auburn, so... Just how, a, how annoying the, is
1: it that you have to like add the caveat that like, yes, it's UNC Asheville. It's like, well, would you rather beat UNC Asheville by 25 or would you rather beat them by three? Like, right. come on, get out yeah. of here with that.
0: Yeah, like to, you, you're looking for a reason not to be happy about it. Let yourself enjoy the fact that yeah. this can be, can be an elite team. And I think that the loss at, at at Appalachian State was because they didn't prepare well after beating Virginia Tech. They didn't come off of that win and handle it the right way. If if you've learned your lesson and now after every win you can still prepare the same way, that's a championship approach. Championship approach, and I think that's a realistic vision for this team.
1: Yeah, and that App State loss. I mean, obviously you never want to be like proud of a loss, but it's not as bad as those net rankings continue yeah. to kind of become more and more steady. That that's looking like a more and more acceptable loss by the week. So, um, could be way worse. Could be way yeah. worse. But yeah, we'll, we'll preview Auburn basketball versus. USC on tomorrow's show as well. But, yeah, Brad, I think that about does it. It does. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Remember, everyone has
0: vices. Everyone. Make sure Village Vice is one of yours.